Two Kids and a Career is a production of Jill Divine Media. When you were talking about women supporting other women, there was this time, and it still exists, where you don't want to support the other woman secretly. You don't want to give her props because you want the props. And I've just started noticing a little bit of a shift. I think our society in general has kind of like taught us, like when we're growing up, it's like this individualistic society that tells you you have to compete with everyone. You can't be happy for someone else. I think we are, like you said, shifting into a more supportive role when when like there's just there's room and there's space here for all of us to grow and to develop. And you know, growing up in Miami most of li- my life I felt like that. I had very few women friends and like female friendships because it was that sense of like jealousy and judgment and resentment. Becoming a mother, I knew that that would have to shift and I kind of found myself longing for like community of women again and like that wisdom that only women have like there's just something so magical about women coming together two kids in a career is brought to you by blonde and real estate they're a family-owned boutique style brokerage with over 40 years of experience serving the counties that surround st louis see the properties they have to offer at blondinrealestate.com that's blondinrealestate.com hi there and welcome to two kids in a career i'm jill devine as an entrepreneur wife and mama, the daily grind of trying to build a business while taking care of kids and trying to maintain a healthy connection with my hubby, it's a lot. With this podcast, you're going to hear candid conversations with other moms, parenting experts who can share their knowledge and insight, or you'll just hear me rambling to get it all out. There's going to be tears, there's going to be laughter, but most importantly, there will be support. Take a listen and connect with me so we can grow and learn from one another. This is Two Kids and a Career. I couldn't think of a better guest for this week's episode based on everything that I've seen about this week's guest. Let me first introduce Christine McClinchy. How are you? Hi, I am doing well. I'm really excited to be here and to talk to you today. Well, I am excited to get a little perspective. And let me explain how I was introduced to Christine. And she's going to talk a little bit about this group. So I have a friend who's part of this wonderful community called Hey Mama. And she sent me an email that said, hey, you might want to talk to this wonderful woman on your podcast. So I did a little bit of searching and I said, absolutely. Because A, you have a book called Mantras, Mantras for Mindful Moms. I'm like, oh, yeah, we need that. (laughs) I always am trying to find that perfect mantra, and it obviously changes hour by hour. So then I also found out that you're a former corporate communications professional. You took the leap into entrepreneurship at two weeks postpartum. Um, And so we have that connection. I am a new entrepreneur. I have two babies and that's what the podcast serves. It serves other moms out there in some sort of capacity. Maybe you're not an entrepreneur. There's still something that Christine's going to have for you. So I just want to start from uh, the beginning. Tell me about you and tell me, you know, what has led you to why we're talking right now? Yeah. So my daughter is currently 16 months old And I want to say it really all started as soon as I found out that I was pregnant. 
I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I was hesitant and, you know, I was afraid. Uh, most, the majority of my career was spent in the corporate world. So I was a public relations manager for some really big companies and brands, um, you know, some travel industry um, and cruise lines. So I didn't know what be, becoming an entrepreneur would even look like. But as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I just knew that my current path wasn't sustainable. I was traveling, I was working 14 to 16 hour days. Mm. Yeah, and I was just like, how am I going to even, I'm not even gonna be able to see my baby if I keep you know, this career path. So I thought that was just like a really pivotal, pivotal moment for me to really define what it was I was stepping into and how I was going to show up as a mother. And yeah, two weeks postpartum, I was hustling on Facebook groups, I was like, reaching out to my network and my connections, trying to get some side gigs to really establish and build the momentum for my company. And after my maternity leave was up, after the three months, I fully quit my full-time PR manager job and I stepped into entrepreneurship full-time. And so now I'm a consultant. I still work with um, health and wellness professionals on the branding side with messaging. And, you know, I've cultivated this really beautiful community online, Oh Mamas, that really helped and supported me throughout like this entire journey of becoming like two people. I was like birthing a baby, birthing a business. And in a sense, I was stepping into this new role and this new person like this new version of myself so community was very very important for me um mentally emotionally because you know becoming a new mom is just it's hard in itself and when you're becoming a businesswoman on top of that there's just so much um feelings around like worthiness and fear and failure Um, and rejection. So I really leaned into communities such as Hey Mama and some local local organizations for me here in Miami, Florida, that really connected me with other women who were kind of like rooting for me, you know, and it's a beautiful thing when women can come together and share and celebrate, you know, so that was that was new for me, too. Um, having those kind of relationships and having that kind of support system. Well, I want to ask you about the corporate world because the same for me. I mean, it's one of those, you are in the corporate world. I mean, most individuals when they start out in their job and it is something that I just thought about when you were talking about how, you know, wanting to make that, that shift and you're scared and you don't know if you can. And, It is very interesting that some people think the corporate world helps them when they go into entrepreneurship and some people feel like it it has held them back. And I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. Like I never, and maybe to a little bit to this day, like I can't always do it on my own. And how do people do this? Yeah, for me, I felt... The corporate world really prepared me. It really gave me that thick skin of mm. yeah. <laughs> protection of like just knowing how to handle different personalities. It really gave me that sense of um, strength and resilience that I can kind of figure out anything 
Um, and in, in a sense, it also held me back because it kind of limited my potential for growth as well. Because when you're at a corporate job, you only have so much room to grow. You're kind of like at the mercy of the company and, you know, your superiors and all of the people around you. Um, so, yes, it's a, definitely a delicate balance. There's really important lessons in both of those. Um, but I will say, like, even now, I still lean on mentors and I still lean on community to really support me and support my the growth of my business. And it's a lot of mindset shifts mentally that really need to occur to keep you like strong and have the stamina, because that's another thing, like to be an entrepreneur, you really have to have the stamina to like experiment and put yourself out there and really see like what's landing with your audience. When you were talking about women supporting other women, and I feel like we've talked about this quite a bit lately in season four of the podcast. And it's just still one of those things that seems a little odd. Like there was this time and it still exists where you don't want to support the other woman secretly. You don't want to give her props because you want the props. And I've just started noticing a little bit of a shift, even in let's say somebody has another podcast, I would love for them to come on. I want to support them. I want people to do what I can do for them. They they can do for me, if that makes sense. So I love that you brought that up because we. I don't feel like we're doing it enough. Oh, definitely. I think our society in general has kind of like taught us, like when we're growing up, It's like this individualistic society that tells you you have to compete with everyone. Mm -hmm. You can't be happy for someone else. Um, You're always having to like chase and compete. And I think we are, like you said, shifting into a more supportive role when when, um, like there's just there's room and there's space here for all of us to grow and to develop. Like we have enough resources for everyone to have a podcast and not feel like you have to undercut or compete or um, sabotage. And, you know, growing up in Miami, most of my life, I felt like that. I had very few women friends and like female friendships because it was that sense of like jealousy and judgment and resentment. And becoming a mother, I knew that that would have to shift. And I kind of found myself longing for like community of women again and like that wisdom that only women have like there's just something so magical about women coming together and authentically showing up and supporting one another I think that's what really shifts us as a society and I think that's why society is starting to evolve a little more because like the masculine heavy like the patriarchal systems are kind of being reformed and kind of like crashing and burning around us. And it's like a really powerful time for like women to come together and unite and really be heard for once, because that's another thing, right? Like so often women, our voices aren't heard and recognized. So I think that's a really important differentiator for like where we are in this moment of history. Definitely. And I I just, I feel like when we start to support one another. It just shows 
I mean, for my girls, their generation, I want them to do that. I want them to keep seeing that and show up and be there for the other girls that are in their lives. And, you know, something that you said about, like, for example, my podcast, you can (laughs) find millions of podcasts out there. And there's a reason why some people do it and some people give up. And some people will give up because they're like, well, there are a million other podcasts. Why is mine going to be different? Well, it's going to be different because it's your podcast. Just like Christine, your business, I'm sure there's others that are doing it, but you're Christine. And we're faced with so many choices in life. And there's a reason for that because Sometimes you like one thing over another and it's okay. It's okay to say, ah, well, Jill's podcast really isn't for me, but you know what? Maybe somebody else would like it and you refer it to someone else and you could just use that with really any kind of business model. I mean, that's why there are choices for us to choose from. Yeah, that's really important that you said that because building, going in and building my business it's easy for us to like give up on ourselves. It's easy to say, well, who's gonna listen to me? Who's gonna read my book? Who's gonna listen to my podcast? And like you said, once we commit to something and we set an intention to build it and to provide it, the people who we're meant to impact will come to us and will form naturally. So that's great advice for anyone listening who's hesitating to start because they feel like, oh, well, that's already been done. It's okay. Because like you said, it hasn't been done by you. Absolutely. And another great example besides the podcast, but think about real estate. Real estate has so many options and choices. And if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that Blonde and Real Estate, a proud sponsor and the ladies behind Blonde and Real Estate, I mean, they hustle day in, day out. And when they first put together Blonde and Real Estate, they could have easily given up after a year, even two years or three years. But instead, they continue to reinvent what they're doing. They want to make sure that they're not just a cookie cutter real estate agency and doing all the things that others are doing. They go above and beyond. I mean, whether it is as simple as writing a blog on the way that you should pack up your belongings when you're moving to offering a feature where you can sign up to learn about a listing before it even hits the market. All of that can be found at blondinrealestate.com. They know the area, they live in the area, and they don't give up. They understand you have lots of choices, but they want to show you why they are the right choice. Blondinrealestate.com to learn more about the business and to see what they have to offer you. Blondinrealestate.com. Now, Christine, I'd like to shift into your business now and talk a little bit more about that. Yes. So honestly, my business is evolving constantly because I, since I am like a new entrepreneur, my business is literally 16 months old. So it's like becoming a toddler. Um, (laughs) Now I really get to work with powerful, like visionary women on brand messaging. So I help them with copywriting, whether it's social media or stuff for their website. I also do a little one-on-one coaching with, um, 
with pregnant women, women who are transitioning and stepping into motherhood. I provide them with guidance and resources, really like lending them a hand to hold through the process because all of us can remember like being overwhelmed while you're pregnant with all of the all of the information, the yeah. this, that, <laughs> oh, you can't do this, and it's constantly changing. And it's just such um, a huge industry of like choice. So, you know, I found that it's very overwhelming for a lot of women in my life. And it's been nice because I've been able to share some of my knowledge and some of the things that I did throughout my pregnancy. I tend um, to lean more toward holistic um, and like more natural solutions and alternatives. So it's been really amazing to be able to provide that service for women who are also looking for that kind of stuff, but kind of don't know where to start. Um, and so, yeah, I have basically two hats because I'm really passionate about just serving women in general and um, helping women transition into motherhood, but also helping women step up into entrepreneurship because a lot of the conversations I've had with mothers, you know, as mothers, we feel like we have to choose one thing to be really right. good. at. So it's either I have to be a really good mother or I have to be a really good businesswoman. And we could be both. And that's what I had to give myself the grace and compassion and the permission to be both as well. I always like to hear about one of those moments that made a, an impact on you. And I don't know, do you have a moment with one of your clients that you could share? Sure. So I actually have a client. This goes into the more like deep inner healing work that I also do. It's really like hard to define um, and encompass and explain like what I do because it's just so personalized. So this is just a beautiful example of a woman who had really, she's stepping into motherhood, but she had very, uh, she had a lot of trauma surrounding becoming pregnant. There was a lot of abuse in her prior relationships. Uh, so she was feeling very neglected and disconnected from her body. And, you know, during our coaching sessions, she would just cry because she never felt supported by another person, you know, and being able to just like hold that space and being able to like just give someone your hands and saying like, you don't have to do this alone mm. is what really lights my soul up because I remember feeling abandoned and I remember when I was feeling isolated and i I remember times where I felt alone and I really didn't have a hand to hold. So being able to give that to someone else um, is just priceless. Like you can't even put a value on that. And just knowing that you're making such a beautiful impact. Um, and for me, especially with mothers, because everything begins with the mother. Like mothers are the source of all creation. So when we can really empower women and when we can birth more conscious people more conscious women we can really create a more loving world and society and we need that yeah. <laughs> we need that more than ever right now mm -hmm. uh, i want to talk about the intersection of spirituality and motherhood could you talk to me a little bit about that 
Sure. So when I was transitioning into motherhood during my pregnancy, I really had to lean on like faith and surrender and just trust. And, you know, while I was going through my pregnancy journey, I just felt like in so many ways we've lost that connection to like the sacred ability to create life. You know, like when I was going to my doctor's appointments, they're kind of like, all right, yep, you look good. Like, here's your stamp, move on to the check mark. You know, like the whole procedure, it's like, you know, childbirth as a medical procedure instead of like this really sacred space that a woman is entering, you know? So I really wanted to bring that like spirituality and that cultivation of like that sacred mother, like the divine feminine energy back into the process. And that's what I hope to instill within my community and within my clients. Um, But also kind of that's how I created mantras because I remember like the baby being weeks old and I was just telling myself like how the hell am I going to do this like I thought, <laughs> yes. like, what? like you know it's like that whole overwhelming fear of oh my god am I going to accidentally suffocate the baby while she's sleeping like I'm a terrible mom like I'm not mm-hmm. good enough I'm about to leave my job like what am I doing you know mm-hmm. it's like that whole like fear mentality and I was talking to myself I was saying the worst things about myself so that's where the inspiration for my book came from because I was like if I'm a pretty positive person and if I'm saying these terrible things about myself oh my gosh like what are other women saying like what are other moms walking around saying to themselves yeah and I don't know did you ever feel like this where you and and most of the time I felt like a lot of that negative and really darkness was like in the middle of the night, you know, and and then I would just be like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then the sun rises and you have that energy and then it happens all over again. And it's just it, it blows your mind, like how you can go through all these different emotions in less than 24 hours. Right. Yeah. It's like this crazy roller coaster. And, you know, when you have a newborn, it's like time, space, like nothing, everything melts into like one Uh (laughs) infinite day. So you don't have no idea. Is it Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? It just all flows into like this one day. So it's really easy to get into that dark space, like you said, and kind of talk yourself off a ledge. Um, And so I really wrote this book. I just sat down and I wrote it all of the things that I needed to hear all of the reminders that were keeping me connected to myself and to my purpose and knowing like you are not these thoughts so for anyone who is familiar with a mantra or an affirmation practice it's basically just cultivating um, like repetition like repetitive sentences over and over again and really embodying and instilling and embracing that message so that you become it And I thought this was just so beautiful and so important for moms because moms are probably the harshest critics on themselves, you know, because you're responsible for yourself and your family. So there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of, you know, mental health issues that arise with motherhood. So what were you doing? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, you were creating a new business, you had a new baby, and then you decided to write a book. So how did that 
<laughs> get worked oh. into the schedule. Yes. Well, see, I'm an overachiever. Yeah. As Me too. <laughs> and, you know, the book was really a labor of love this year. So I literally just sat and I have a very supportive husband, a very supportive partner. And if there's anything I've learned this year, it's just to give yourself that grace and that permission and to really take self-care to heart and take what you need and ask for help. Most importantly, just ask for help, tell people what you need. It's really important because as women and mothers, we don't express that enough because of no. the guilt and the shame. So I just knew that I had to write this book and, you know, I set a schedule. So I would give myself an hour to just sit down and write it. Um, you know, being very organized, being really structured with my day really helps me to to stay focused um, because I don't want to fall into the trap of like overworking or burning myself out because I do very much want to have that balance, right? That balance of motherhood and entrepreneurship. So I usually carve out hours within my day. I put blocks in my calendar to write, to answer emails, to do interviews, you know, to do all the things. And that really helps me you know, keep everything on track and to really stay motivated and fulfilled because like I said, I don't want the guilt of, oh, but I'm not with the baby. I'm writing emails. So I find if you take like blocks of your day and you're able to program that stuff and really commit to yourself, then it's a little easier. And, you know, this year we've had a lot of time at home. We've had a lot of time to reevaluate like what we want for ourselves and our lives and our families. And, you know, in that transition, I was able to sit down and really focus um, distraction free and write, publish and release the book this summer. The book is on Amazon and I think it's a perfect gift. It's almost like one of those put a bunch of them in your cart. And Christine's like, yes, go ahead, do that. But put a bunch of them in your cart and have them on hand for those new moms in your life, for the established moms in your life. I mean, they're great gifts to just have on hand, in my opinion, based on, you know, reading about the book and, and seeing what you did with it. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's a great gift for new moms, for, um, moms right now like I have a ton of moms who have purchased the book and who have emailed me and messaged me you know whether they're expecting even some moms who are pregnant people even women who aren't moms have purchased the book and have just said you know it's helped them so much just to really reframe and reshift like their mindset because you know in the book it covers everything from health and well-being to like purpose and just remembering that you're worthy and, you know, really releasing guilt. Um, it really speaks to uh, empowering women and just reminding women because we forget, we forget how powerful and how wonderful we are. You know, it's easy for us to just go through our days, like not giving ourselves the credit. Mm -hmm. you know? So this book is like self-care in 110 pages. It's just like, hey, you're amazing. Remember that. Even if no one's telling you that today, like you have this book to remember, <laughs> you right? To remind you that you're amazing. You, every single person should have some sort of ritual that they do take into a mantra or some sort of self awareness every single day to help 
build your brain, build your confidence. It's something that I haven't been great on. It's like sporadic. And I have been doing a lot of thinking about that. Okay, I need to carve out X amount of time or use this time to do those kinds of things, work on myself, and then hopefully all of that will help with everything else. Because, I mean, when you're feeling down and you're negative, I mean, everything else is affected by it. And it's just... it's just a a spiral out of control. And before we wrap up, I wanted to go back to something you said about asking for help because I, oh man, I was so bad about that. Not necessarily, uh, yes, this entire time with my girls, but especially during the quarantine that we were under and just, stay-at-home orders, all of that. And then when things were getting lifted, it was like I didn't feel like I could ask for help because I didn't want to put anybody in any kind of situation. I just felt like I had to take it all myself and like do everything. And it was awful. And I had to learn the hard way. Like you have to ask for help. It does. I mean, raise your hand, tag, time out, talk to your partner, whatever. You have to ask for help. And that doesn't make you a weak person. We so often think that, no, it's going to make you a better person because then you're going to get stronger. Yeah, absolutely. So important. No matter what stage you're in, whether it's help with your business, whether it's help with your mental health, like children, it's so important. Like, and that's what I really want to instill. Like, remembering that we can be a part of a community that women can come together and genuinely authentically like love each other not have to compete or you know put all of that stuff aside but there are spaces for women who want to help and you know like you said um, it just starts with you raising your hand yep all you have to do and there's so much good that can come out of it and I'm glad you brought up not just asking for help as a mother, but asking for help as the coworker, as the boss, as the friend, whatever it may be. So before I let you go, Christine, give my listeners all the information on where they can find you, how they can get the book, all that good stuff. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at ommamas. That's O-M-M-O-M-M-A-S. And my book, Mantras, is available on Amazon. And, you know, I am here for anyone who needs an ear, who needs a hand to hold. And you can always email me or message me. I will have all of this information in my show notes at jilldevine.com. So please, if you're feeling like you need that extra help, you just need somebody positive to talk to, reach out to Christine. She wouldn't give her email address out or we wouldn't have it on the show notes if she didn't mean it. So I encourage you to check out Christine, check out her book, and just know that you are worth it. Christine, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this information with me. Yes. Thank you so much, Jill. You have a beautiful community and I'm so happy to be a part of it. We are at that part of the episode where it is time to shout out a super mom. This week's super mom is Dawn of St. Louis. She was nominated by her aunt Jody. Jody said Dawn tried several times to have children with her husband, Bill. 
Fast forward, they ended up adopting two beautiful children from Ethiopia, Noah and Zoe. Last year, after celebrating her birthday, when they got home, Bill went out on the deck. After a while, Noah ran into his mom and said that his dad's head was laying on the table and he got sick. Dawn went out there and unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 53 from a heart attack. Dawn is now raising their two children by herself, but there is an added layer of emotion and turmoil and confusion because now she is dealing with race and racism. Her son Noah was called a racial slur by a teammate and he didn't understand what it meant, so he went to his mom. So she is now trying to teach both of her kids what it's like to be black in America and teaching them about Black Lives Matter. Jody said all the emotions she has been through and the strength she shows is remarkable. Dawn, I see you and I support you. If you have a super mom that you would like to shout out, all you have to do is email me, hello at jilldevine.com and tell me her name, where she's from and why you're nominating her. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget if you subscribe, rate, and review. The podcast is going to get in the hands of others. And with the important topics that we talk about, it's so important that others are experiencing it. So thank you so much for your support and for listening to Two Kids and a Career.